Puma Punku is a monumental construction in western Bolivia. Possibly thousands of years old, it features huge granite rocks that have been worked on with an incredible precision that would challenge a modern-day engineer. But how did they do it? And what was it for? Join us on Aliens Explored as we delve into whether this ancient wonder might have been the work of more advanced visitors from another world. Also, check out our Patreon at patreon.com forward slash aliensexplored where you can participate more fully in our investigations for just £2 sterling a month. Aliens Explored is a weekly podcast exploring famous and obscure cases of UFO sightings, alien abductions and other strange events from both a believing and a sceptical perspective whilst keeping an open mind. I'm Stu Jackson, a professional actor and amateur ufologist with a particular interest in the crop circle phenomenon. I'll be debating that otherworldly visitations are real. The truth is out there. And I'm Neil Kelly. I'm a professional actor as well and used to work for the military as an intelligence analyst. I'll be arguing from a more doubtful point of view. I mean, it's all a bit far-fetched, isn't it? Welcome back, listeners, to Aliens Explored, your weekly podcast where we look at UFOs, alien abductions, the people involved in ufology, and of course, historical ancient encounters as well. I am one of your hosts, Stu Jackson. And I'm your other host, Neil Kelly. And it's good to see you as ever, Neil. Um, and likewise, you're looking good, looking pretty thank hot. You. I, I'm, I'm feeling quite warm. Mm. Uh, or is that not the kind of hot you meant? Yeah, yeah that's what I meant, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to descend uh, into lewd behaviour. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear me! Yeah. So, what's uh, what's new with you? What's been happening in Neil's world? Um, what's been happening? Um, things have been ticking away fairly slowly. I drank rather more than I should have done last night. Is that uh, a <laughs> A particular occasion, or no? I just met up with a friend, and uh, we just ended up drinking more than was wise. Um, but you know, I didn't feel that drunk. You know, the, the time when you think, "Oh, I'm not actually that drunk," um, then you wake up the next morning and you're rough <laughs> as rough as anything. And the, oh, yeah, maybe might, it might not have been that you were drunk. It might, but just be you didn't drink enough water. There's that too. There's that too. I had a friend who would always, whenever she went out drinking, she would place a chair on her bed, you know, just a, just a normal chair, with a pint of water and two paracetamol. So she had to actually pick up the water and the paracetamol and, the, and of course, the chair to get into bed to, to make sure she took it. Okay. <laughs> Because it's easy to say, well, yeah, I'll make sure, make sure I drink a pint of water and take some paracetamol when I get home. And then you just sort of crawl in the door and your bed's there and you just fall on it. And 
There you go, but if you actually got obstacles in your way that involve you having to pick up this glass of water and two paracetamol, well, yeah. I like Top thinking, there is, but... Follow me for more life hacks, <laughs> listeners. Triple is, I have been in some states whereby I might not have noticed that she had a glass of water. Uh, and of course, you know why there are no headache tablets in the jungle, don't you? <laughs> Go on then. Because the paracetamol. <laughs> the paracetamol. <laughs> it's not Christmas yet. We're not supposed to be pulling out Christmas cracker jokes. Actually, I'm wondering if our American listeners know what paracetamol is. Um, wouldn't they know what it is? It's a. I know ibuprofen yeah. comes under a different name. Uh, and it's a different substance. Mm. It's an anti-inflammatory, isn't it? Paracetamol. It's, it's headache tablets that you can get over the counter, mm. anyway. Yeah, if anybody's yeah. wondering. <laughs> and and which you uh, can easily kill yourself with a fairly small overdose. Um, uh, maybe. Maybe. Anyway, that's going a little bit dark <laughs> for this podcast, to be honest. So let's mm. move swiftly on to our topic today. And we are heading over to ancient Bolivia and mm. Puma Punka. Is it so, Puma, Puma Punka? You're just as good as mine. I've only ever heard it spoken by Americans. Now, we call in America. The, the big cat is known as a puma, but mm. here in the UK we call it a puma, don't we? We would, yes. Um, so I don't know if this should be, because we're British, puma punku or puma punku. Yeah, because it's not Spanish, so you can't, you can't um, yeah. go with the I'm Spanish go with pronunciation. puma punku anyway. Puma punku, puma punku. Uh, but this is a Bolivian ancient site uh, mm. with loads and loads of megalithic stones in it. Uh, some big megalithic stones, 26 foot long, 100 tons, and they're scattered like somebody's knocked over a Lego tower. Mm. Um, but they have other things, of course, in... in, <laughs> in <laughs> In connection with Lego, in that uh, you've got some very, very precisely cut shapes, lots of straight lines and corners, um, mm -hmm. as well as perfectly circular drill holes at awkward angles. Um, yeah, almost laser precision uh, in these granite, huge blocks. Um, look like they've been designed to interlink with each other. So uh, some of them, what's famously called the H block um, mm. uh, designs, uh, the recesses in them are dovetailed. That means they're, they're wider at the back than they are at the front, mm. which is a really good way. It's used a lot in carpentry uh, for when you want to join two pieces of wood together because... It's a good solid joint and it's not going to slip out or anything like that. Hmm. Um, it's quite the amazing place. Had you... Yeah. Is a question I often ask. Had you heard of Puma Punku before? I hadn't, no. 
So is it part of the Aztec civilization? Um, well, that's one of the great mysteries about this place. Um, they don't know. They don't know who made okay. it. They don't know why it was made. Hmm. They just know it is. They just know it is, and it's it's quite impressive. I mean, there there are lots of these sites around the world, aren't there, where ancient peoples have have made these mysterious constructions and we don't know how they did it how they transported yeah. such large lumps of rock presumably long distances well we have that here in the uk of course with uh, the likes of stonehenge yeah uh, which is approximately the same sort of age as puma punku or well i'm saying that they don't know how old Pumapunku is, but it has been estimated by some archaeologists as being about 2,000 years old. Okay, I think Stonehenge uh, I is think, older than that, isn't it? I've, yeah, as I'm saying that, I'm it's thinking Stonehenge is about three... Uh, don't know if it's quite Neolithic. It's about 3,000 years old, I think, Okay, Stonehenge. Um, but that in itself is, is quite the mystery, because, um, yeah, the, the stones came from over 300 miles away this very specific type of of stone mm. it's not like they didn't have stone nearby that they could have used how do they um, know it came from 300 miles away because that's Is the there... only place it exists okay in, so it's a special wales. kind of rock that yeah over in i think it's north wales Oh, we're talking about Stonehenge, yeah. Stonehenge, sorry, yes. Stonehenge, yeah. not Pum Punku. Uh, mm. I think the granite, granite's a fairly common uh, stone in the area. Um, but it's these precision cuts, and, and when you see the images of it, it's it's such incredibly straight lines and and corners to it. Of course, over time, it's, it's eroded slightly, but you can see how... how absolutely precise these things would have been hmm. and uh and granite is such a hard material to work with because it's it's quite brittle isn't it it's quite likely to so you don't know what you're doing strong, which which makes it yeah i mean if you if you get it wrong you're going to break hmm. it um yeah definitely and because of the amount of force you need to to chip away at it, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. really easy to get it wrong, and there's no evidence that anybody ever did. I mean, there are lots of standing stone sites in the world where, yes. yeah, they're, they're more crude. There's not much mystery about how they got the stones there because they're not particularly big. Um, mm -hmm. but we still don't know what they're for. We don't yeah. know why. Um, and then you have sites like this and, and Stonehenge where, yeah, the it's not just the um, the purpose that's a mystery, but how did they actually transport those rocks? And, yeah, they obviously knew what they were doing. They, they did it with a purpose, didn't they? Someone well, persuaded someone else that you know, it had to be these big stones. Well, absolutely. You've got, in, in Pumapunka, you've got hundreds of these megalithic stones, these huge... Hmm. Huge. I mean, twenty six foot long. That that's massive. That's easily more than twice the height of of Stonehenge. Now, 
has there been any speculation as to what, um, why they did it? I mean, there's nope. talk of these gateways and religious, um, religious, uh, I suppose, rites that will be will be carried out there. But, well, I mean, yeah, speculation. That that's mm. all they've got to go on, um, and. Mm. Religious rights would be a classic thing to speculate about because that's where people have historically put the most effort into these things. Mm. Um, but nobody actually knows. I mean, we're saying it, it's it's speculated it's 2,000 years old, but there was a chap, Arthur Poznanski, mm-hmm. who did a lot of work and a lot of calculations around the site and he worked out that um the way, the way a lot of these stones have fallen you can sort of determine where they would have been stood up and things like that hmm. and he he spent a lot of time doing very precise calculations and he's figured out that these stones when they were erect originally they would have lined up with the stars in the sky from 17,000 years ago. So he's speculating that it is much older than 2,000 years. Okay. That is much, much older, isn't it? That, that's, um, that's prehistory, 17,000 years. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. And and like I say, you know, we're, we're we're sort of comparing with Stonehenge, which was yeah, three thousand years ago. Stonehenge isn't a patch on Pumapunku in terms of its design and and like say I, I can't get over the the level of precision. Um, Stonehenge is rough hewn, yeah, rock, which implies it was yeah, it's a fairly primitive structure. Yeah, but it's um. But obviously used for not such a primitive purpose. I mean, there have been all sorts of speculations we about. Again, we don't know what it was used for. No. Um, no idea at all. We can only speculate because there aren't the records. And um, when we talk about prehistoric, that's what we mean is that there were no records at the time. Hmm. Um, I get a slight sidebar on this. So uh, there's a place not far from Stonehenge here in the UK that is another stone circle. It's a Neolithic stone circle that's about 5,000 years old called Mm. Avebury. And and it is like, it's my favourite place in the world to be is Avebury Stone Circle. Um, It also (laughs) happens to be at the heart of the area where they get the most crop circles in the world. Uh, mm. Maybe coincidence, maybe not. Who knows? Speculations all up. But there are people who talk about like druids. It, mm. it's, like, it's a big spiritual place, is Avery, but people start talking about druids a lot. And I get really irritated because nobody knows what a druid actually is. The word itself comes from one reference in a Roman record. And they talked about this person in the village who was a druid, and they talked about them in a very disparaging way. They they, they were quite insulting. They didn't say what the druid was. It might have been a village elder. It might have been the village idiot. Um, But people have taken druid to mean this this 
wise, mystical individual. No, we ain't got a clue what a druid. Well, what yeah, I th- think the toilet cleaner. I think I think the song lyrics <laughs> of, of bands like uh, Led Zeppelin and Tyrannosaurus Rex are probably probably okay. enhance that. Um, yes, a bit. They've got a lot to answer for. <laughs> yeah, they are these these ancient pagan. Yeah, they they would have their temples and their rice. Definitely from that era, but like I said, it might have been the local toilet cleaner. And uh, mm. so, when you've got people going around places like Stonehenge and Avebury calling themselves druids, I, yeah. mm. <laughs> I get irritated. Anyway, <laughs> sorry, that was just a little aside <laughs> No druids at Puma Punku that I'm aware of. Um, what, whatever a druid might be. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No matter what they might do. Um yeah, so it's a really a really fascinating play. And so many people have speculated that it must have been advanced technology that made that that cut into the rocks mm. at Bumapunku. Um just purely the the feat of engineering that it would have taken. Yeah, I think that's 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 always a, a danger though. When you see something that was created in ancient times when people were, to our understanding, quite primitive, and you see that they've built something quite sophisticated, um, to say, well, no, they couldn't possibly have done that. It must have been alien visitors or something, or you know, time travelers or whatever. There's no way these people could have done that. And I think that's. It's a it's a dangerous road to start travelling down. That on the basis of not much evidence saying they couldn't have done this. The the trouble I I I hear what you're saying there, mm. um, and I would agree with it. Except that <laughs> there's a lack of mistakes. When I say mistakes, so so when you look over at Egypt and you look specifically at the Egyptian needles, these are these mm. 20, 30 foot high, thin obelisks with, mm. with intricate carvings of hieroglyphs on them. Um, they know how those were made because there are examples of them being in the process of being made, where they cut channels around, they basically cut them out of the ground. Mm. Um, and it was a long, laborious process. It was a huge engineering feat to do. But there are examples where they've done that, and it's broken. Mm. So they've stopped, they've given up, they've started again somewhere else. With somewhere like Puma Punko, because... We're talking about granite here, and we're talking, you know, it would be very easy to get it wrong. Mm. You would think for the amount of, like for these these hundreds of stones, these massive great big stones, there'd be the reject pile somewhere mm. where they did get it wrong and, you know, had to start again with a new piece of rock. That doesn't exist. It means they got it right first time every time. Did they, or did we they struggle yourself? to do that yeah. now? I'm making I'm making this big thing. Oh, I've screwed it up. Well, I'll I'll cut that bit off and make a smaller thing, and the rest will just be 
they're all absolutely they? huge. Mm. They're not. They're not small. No. I mean, yeah, to to an extent, you can sort of, yeah, you can mm. adjust your design, you can cover it up, but but you've got like I mentioned earlier about the H blocks. Mm. Um, you know, these are a series of blocks in the exact same design as each other in a row. Well, if they'd made a mistake with one of those, you're not going to turn that into something else. It, it it's so distinctive. Yeah, but. Yeah, so yeah, no. I, that that that's my kind of my answer to that mm. is well, where's the reject pile then? Yeah, where's but, the offcuts? <laughs> but I think you know, right, it's a mystery. They've done this thing. How did they do it? Um, I think I would start from the assumption that they did do it somehow. That it wasn't someone else who came along with superior technology and did it. That that would be. I'd need a lot of convincing of that. And I, I, I get that, um, but like uh, I instance, say, if if that were the case, like I say, you would have you would have rejects. Uh, for instance, the appearance of pyramids on both sides of the Atlantic in Egypt and in and in Central South America, and was it was it Tor Heyerdahl in the nineteen sixties who proved that the ancient Egyptians could have travelled across the Atlantic? He built a craft that they I mean, you know, that would have been available to them, and and actually showed, yeah, I can I can do this. They certainly sailed. Um, mm. That's not under any question at all. Um, and you've got is it Kuftu's boat that was buried? Um, yeah, that would have been capable of massive long journeys. They um, found but, Egyptian tombs with coca leaves in them that could only have come from hmm. South America. Yeah, so so where you see pyramids on different sides of the planet, and yeah, absolutely, the Egyptians travelled, and they did travel, and they shared hmm. their culture um, in a lot of places. But the big one for me with that is, well, it is the most basic stable structure you can have mm. it, it's a natural evolution of buildings is for it to be pyramidical but of course we also live in an age where things are done quickly that um, you know, when we decide to put up a new building it goes up that year um, it's not that long ago you know, hundreds of years ago, where someone would design a cathedral that they knew they would never live to see it finished, that maybe mm. their grandchildren would live to see it finished. They would embark on these very, very long projects. And I can imagine in the ancient world, they also, they also, yeah, let's not just knock it up. This is an ongoing project, and this is what we're going to dedicate our time to. Um, I mean, the yeah. Egyptians, I think, the ancient Egyptian civilization was, it was around for longer than it hasn't been around. Isn't it? Yes. They they, yes. they were around for a very long time. And uh all right, yeah, there's some impressive stuff to to see, but not thousands of years worth. <laughs> <laughs> but this could be thousands of years worth of, of stuff. Well very carefully if, again put if together. that were the case, there'd be records. Nobody knows who uh, made it or why. Uh, lost There's in the no mists of time. Of it. Lost in the mists of time. 
But I'm not going to go. Suggest that it didn't take thousands of years to make because that's that sort of record, that history is much much harder to lose. Yeah, but you know, it was a long time ago. <laughs> it was a long time. Yeah, ago. it was at least two thousand years ago, potentially seventeen thousand years ago. Mm. Um, but even two thousand years ago, that's still that's a hell of an achievement. Hell of yeah. a thing to design. Hmm. Yeah, it's impressive and it's mysterious, and we still don't know what it's for. No, no. I mean, in terms of this theory that it was extraterrestrial, either extraterrestrial technology that made it, or extraterrestrials who made it. Hmm. Um, that theory has been put forward that uh, is there as a a, t- a testament, a record for future generations to look at and say, well, yeah, there must have been something um, in all this. Hmm. You know, ancient alien stuff. Um, yeah, I'm. I'm not gonna. I think it's it. it it's almost racist to to go to a, another country and see something, an impressive structure, and say. These people couldn't have built this. They're far too primitive. They must have had help from an outsider. I okay. I'm going to dispute that a lot. I don't think it's racist to say. Uh, it's not a question of saying these people couldn't. It's a question hmm. of saying, well, okay, if they did, hmm. you know, yeah, I mean, sure, they, uh, people back then had the capability of working granite. Hmm. But working it to this level of precision... It's impressive, isn't it? ...would have been incredibly difficult for them. And when something's incredibly difficult, you get a lot of mistakes. And there is no evidence of the mistakes. Mm. So I'm not, I'm, I'm not saying, oh, they didn't have the capability. They had the capability, but there would be evidence of it being man-made, which seems to be missing yeah but I'm not gonna um, so drawing the comparison with the ancient Egyptians and their pyramids Mm. uh, we know that their pyramids were you know built out of square blocks that were worked and um, you know it was a much much softer rock that Mm. made that that the pyramids were made out of than, than granite but even they're not worked to the same levels of precision as Puma Punku. Mm. I don't know how quickly the pyramids were knocked up. I mean, would they have been done in the lifetime of a pharaoh? Uh, the Great Pyramid um, at Giza, uh, I think. I think that was a multi generational pyramid. Hmm. I think. I mean, they were built as tombs, but I'm working from memory now. One of our listeners will. Let's let's build a tomb for someone who hasn't been born yet. (laughs) Well, why not? You know they're going to be. You know there's going to be a pharaoh. Yeah. So. Did you know Cleopatra was the last pharaoh? Which Cleopatra? Because there were seven of them. The one who got it on with Mark <laughs> the, Antony. The last I guess. one. <laughs> Cleopatra, the, the last. Um, yes, and I can also tell you she's the person who introduced cats to Cyprus. 
Did she? Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. They yeah. were pretty overrun with them last. That's until she brought them over. Okay, they were pretty overrun with cats last time I was there. Uh, they are, yes, yes, mm. unfortunately. But um, yeah. Hmm. There you go. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> You're getting all the factoids here, listeners. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. Let you know. Let's let's put it. It it sounds to me like the jury's kind of out for you on this. You, there is hmm. a mystery, but. Yeah, we don't know what it is. is I don't know how they sign? made it. I don't know why they made it, but I'm still, unless uh, there's some very conclusive evidence, I'm going to assume that they somehow did. Are you ruling out the possibility of otherworldly intervention? That's a bad um, question, isn't it? <laughs> I would never rule that out entirely, but that's certainly not my first go-to. Okay, you think that's unlikely. Yeah, I think that I would like to know how they do it. I'm sure there's a way that they... I mean, we'll probably never know. That's Unless some extraterrestrials turn up and say, oh, yeah, we, we built those. Yeah, well, disclosure's happening. We're probably going to find out next week. <laughs> I don't think we are. <laughs> I don't think disclosure's happening. I think, I think there'll be the odd distraction from something that's going on in the political <laughs> economic sphere. Um, but I don't think I don't uh, I don't think we're going to there's going to be any kind of disclosure. Well, I mean, back on with Pum Punker. I, I I'm inclined to agree with you. I think yes, there is a mystery. I do think I think this lends itself to otherworldly intervention. Um, personally, mm. but yeah, I'd, I'd need. Perhaps more evidence to fall yeah. on the side of that being the most likely explanation. I mean, yeah, it's possible they just buried all the mistakes, and you know, someone's going to come along, start digging in the sand, and find a big pile of of rejects. Mm. You know, I don't know. Um, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, it, 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 it's really there is definitely something strange about this. Something strange. It's not it. impossible for them to have done it. That's the thing. It's not. The, not impossible. Um, absolutely, I, I wouldn't say that. Um, it's but also, very impressive. Like the level of engineering that has gone into it, the level of thought and planning and mm. logistics. And, you know, it, it's it's evidence of some really heavy level logistics going on and yet there's no record of it this is this is the bit that it's one of it's it's one of the many mysteries of the place Mm. anyway so yeah i'm i'm definitely falling on the uh, maybe maybe not file and how much was destroyed by european conquistadors who turned up hundreds of years later maybe that's the reason all these things have been toppled Mm. Mm. Maybe all the records destroyed. That's yeah, absolutely. That's certainly a possibility. Yeah, that's a possibility. Certainly, you know, some some form some forms of colonization really did involve um, wiping out the existing indigenous culture. Yes, 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 they did. Yes, Mm. they did. Buggers. 
Well, let's let's put this to our listeners and uh, and see. We we want to hear what you think, dear listener, because. But uh, well, I mean, for one thing, we love getting communications from people, and we love hearing what you think about all our different topics. But uh, yeah, convince us one way or the other. Is Puma Punko just a man-made? incredible feat of engineering or is there something more otherworldly whichever way you believe convince us we're <laughs> there to be convinced uh so do let us know you can contact us via the usual means the links are all below there's an email address aliensexplored at gmail.com we've got facebook we've got twitter or x twitter or twitter x or mm whatever um and we've got our youtube channel of course you can pop comments in below on that and if you're one of our patreon members you get exclusive access to our discord server so you can chat to us that way as well uh, like i say all the links are below join us next time though when we'll be looking from Ruins in the desert and looking up to the skies as we investigate skyfish, also known as flying rods. Skyfish. Well, skyfish. This is Neil's first time hearing about this. <laughs> it, it, it is. It's a new one on me. Flying rods. Yeah. Flying rods, they're also called as well. Um, an interesting phenomena that we'll be looking into next week. In the meantime, keep watching out for ancient records. And of course, keep watching the skies. Take care for now. See you next time. Bye-bye.